Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. What's up, you guys? Sean Ross at Fightful.com. It is November 22nd, 2021. This is your Fightful post-Raw review, and things did happen on this episode of Raw. Things, in fact, did happen. We've got a lot of exclusive news, backstage news, and if you want even more exclusive news, FightfulSelect.com. We broke our own record on Patreon for most subscribers for a wrestling property. And today, right before the show, we had the answer to the Great Egg Mystery on FightfulSelect.com. We had some news on some releases. I did the Backstage Report podcast. But we also mentioned a segment that didn't happen. We'll talk about that, a scrapped Raw segment, a little bit later on. We're joined by Denise Salcedo. And how about this? You're going to get three straight days of Denise because we've got a roundtable tomorrow that you probably forgot about, Denise. I didn't forget, but I was like, three days straight. I was like, what am I doing tomorrow? Bro, you confused me. I started freaking out for a second. 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Uh, we are doing this once a month. We, As of right now, we don't know if we're going to do it on YouTube all the time or Fightful Select, but we're doing uh, the Fightful Roundtable. It's hosted by Shaquille Missouri. Uh, the first edition will have myself, Denise, and Chris Van Vliet talking some big wrestling news for the month. But, Denise, how you doing? I'm doing pretty interesting after that episode of Raw, which I could only... Okay, Sean, I don't know how else to describe this episode of Raw other than this episode of Raw felt like it was on drugs, all right? I don't know what was going on, what went down. I felt like it was definitely on something because there was just so much randomness that it it, it just like... I couldn't have predicted this show had you given me free range to predict a wild episode of Raw. Uh, indeed, uh, guys, you can get in your super chats on YouTube, but we prefer you get in your humper chats over at humperchats.com. That is a Streamlabs platform. Uh, Luis is running a little bit behind, but he will be here. So I'll go ahead and get into some of these. Uh, Heidi Ho says, I wish Jim Cornette would have been there with his tennis racket. Uh, Nerd Guru says, that was inexcusably bad. And Ryan Sullivan put over your Mission Pro work. 
Thank you so much, dude. Thank you. You made I'm history. I'm so proud of myself. You should be. You and Sam Laterna made history. The first uh, Latina uh, announced team. That is incredible. Like that is that is congratulations. I don't know how I tell you this, Sean. I just be making history left and right. This ain't even yeah. my first record. I'd be breaking. Oh man. Oh man. Uh, Nikhil says that fan now has a story to tell in a jail cell. Oh, 24 boy. years old, Sean, 24 years old mm. guys messing up his damn life. I keep saying on Twitter, y'all got to be more normal. Not, not you all. Nobody watching this is nuts, but those people got to be more normal. There's some fucking weirdos out there. Y'all got to stop it. It's so, oh, like you're, He's a joke forever. Forever. He's a joke now. My God. Do you want to go ahead and talk about that? We're going to kick it off with that? Let's kick it Let's off with do that. do it. Okay. I, I, I don't want that. that I don't want that to interrupt. Um, I don't want that to interrupt the review, so to speak. Like, we'll cover this straight up. There was a fan at the end of a Seth Rollins segment who came darting. All five foot one and a half of him came darting from like 100 feet away and tackled uh, tackled uh, Seth Rollins. And I hear people say it's mental health stuff. He needs sympathy. He assaulted somebody. He physically assaulted somebody. That is not okay. It is not normal. It is okay to talk about somebody who was put in danger here. Uh, WWE uh, issued me a statement. Uh, when I asked about the status, and um, they said that, oh, let me pull up the exact statement. It says, WWE takes the safety of its performers very seriously. The individual who attacked Seth Rollins has been turned over to the NYPD and will be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. Uh, Mark Ramondi of ESPN says it was a 24-year-old male that was taken into custody, uh, according to the NYPD. Charges are pending. No name released. You do not jump the guardrail. You do not jump the guardrail. There, there are a lot of unwell people that watch wrestling, and they don't jump the guardrail. Like there, there's, it's not an excuse to assault somebody on the job. Rollins not paying attention. He's on the clock right now. You gotta stop. You gotta cut this shit out. That is not okay. Oh man, this is and and he was yanking on Rollins' hair from the bottom. Uh, one of the refs, Eddie, threw in a three-quarter Nelson, dragged the the guy away. The guy didn't even uh, barely got Seth on his back with the tackle. Rollins kind of grabbed him in in a bit of a guillotine, a front face lock. They grappled around a little bit, and it was a mess through there. Uh, Denise, this was this was a scary moment. Yeah, and I may have, I don't know, controversial thoughts or opinions, whatever. But here's my thought. First and foremost, I'm sorry, but I do not feel any sort of sympathy whatsoever for this fan that jumped and attacked a performer. Zero, none, no excuses. I'm sorry, but I'm not I'm not about here to say, oh, you know, anything. I'm not going to go out and find any sort of defense for this guy because let's be real. He could have attacked anybody. What if this would have been somebody that, you know, couldn't necessarily go out? And you, it could have been anybody. This could have been, uh, you know, it's could have been a woman. Okay, let's be real. They could have attacked one of the girls. They could have attacked somebody that maybe, you know, a camera person, anybody, maybe somebody that didn't, couldn't necessarily, you know, hold themselves, you know, there. I'm 
I'm sorry, but they could have attacked all of these people. And it's just, it's wrong. Okay. It's wrong. I don't feel sorry whatsoever. And secondly, I will say this though. I feel that fan got let off so freaking easy. And I'm saying this, like, obviously this, I was not the one in Seth Rollins' shoes, but if I were Seth Rollins, I would have given that guy an ass freaking whooping. Okay. And I get it. Some, you know, he came out of nowhere, wasn't expecting it, but I'm sorry in that situation. I'm, I'm going to shot. I'm going to have to use your hand, your, your line. I'm throwing hands. I'm sorry. I just don't necessarily think that he should have gotten at off as easy as he did. I think they should have let Seth Rollins or somebody kick his ass, man. I'm sorry. I, I, I just and was not a fan. You deserve to get your butt kicked. We had Sensei Tiswald saying that Seth got laid out big time. Where's Cash Wheeler to save the day? Oh, wait. No. Seth Rollins just got done with a segment. He was barely paying attention. This guy had a running start from like 150 feet away, full speed. In any realistic situation, Seth Rollins beats the brakes off of this guy. I got to say, like, you see Becky and Michael Hayes coming out from the back. You just know that Michael Hayes has a bunch of D-cell batteries in that fanny pack of his, some weights that came out of one of those weighted jump ropes. Like, you just know he's about to take that thing off and start slinging it. Um, it I mean, it looked like other people were trying to go after uh, that fan as well. The fan was escorted out. Oh, man. This- he just ruined his life, man. I'm sorry, but I hope this guy gets punished to the fullest extent. And I know that was the quote that you put out there that they are yes. planning on punishing him to the fullest extent, but they need to set this precedent and they need to set it now. And I was there when that crazy person attacked Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame. I was there for that. I saw that. So I'm sorry. Like, there's just no excuse. I don't feel bad whatsoever. If you feel bad for this person, I'm sorry. I can't agree. Yeah. Um. This is just not okay. Don't do this. Don't be that person. Don't 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 be thinking about doing it. Don't do it. Don't make threats of doing it. Don't do it. It's stupid. It's stupid. And if you cannot separate that, don't watch. We don't want you. We do not want you watching if you can't separate one from the other. I also want to add that, and Sean, I'm sure you can add to this, but my unfortunately wrestling fans are looked down upon okay we know this all right it's sort of seen as the lowest form of entertainment do i agree with that no because i'm a huge fan whatever but wrestling fans realistically are looked down upon and when you have stuff like this happening at a show where a fan cannot separate what they're seeing on tv versus whatever you know they think actually went down it makes wrestling fans look bad and i am not here for that whatsoever and uh, this will, but I mean, I don't know if you saw a the study that came out earlier this year from How to Bet, where no. they, they did, it was ice hockey, basketball, football, baseball, motor racing, WWE. WWE fans on average had the highest IQ of all of those sports. And then when you think about it, how often do you see people run on the field in football? You see a lot more than this. You see it a lot more than, than wrestling. You see it a lot more... It's just, man, um, you, you That's can't what I'm saying. Like, we got to get rid of that stigma because obviously as somebody who is a fan, knows plenty of fans, works with fans, does this for a living, the last thing I want is 
you know, people essentially looking down upon wrestling fans. And I mean, in all sorts of entertainment, too, you do have those weirdos. How many times haven't I seen fans trying to attack, you know, uh, all of these like female pop artists when they're trying to get at them? Oh, I've seen those videos a million times. I mean, this this has happened like dangerous situations have happened in, in the past. Like you don't want that. Uh, Monica Sellis got stabbed on the tennis court once upon a time. And a lot of these people are of the age of where they grew up when that happened. That is in their mind. Sean, Chris, uh, Christina Grimmy, the young girl from The Voice, she got shot. She got shot a couple of years ago. And it, like, it's just like, come on, like young girl gets shot by her fan. That's freaking insane. I I'm sorry, but there needs to be there needs to be punishment for that. And I just got to say that if, if at any point, I don't care if this is national television, if this is happens at an independent uh, wrestling event, if a fan ever puts a hand on a wrestler and that wrestler reacts, I completely Yep. side with the wrestler because at the end of the day it is self-defense these are performers and they should not be touched jeff says barclays please protect our wrestlers like you do the brooklyn nets players simple just protect everybody protect everybody as best you can um guys a reminder get in your super chats and your humper chats uh luis will be collecting those humper chats uh as he gets in uh but you know what? We're going to save the egg as the main event. That's what Aww. we're going to do. <laughs> We've gotten to that point, Sean. The egg is our main. Yes. Okay, fine. I'll let it slide just because it ties into all of that. Orlando Arego uh, says, if you don't like the show, just leave. Don't attack the performer. So stupid. I agree, but I'll tell you what's not stupid. Fightful Magazine. Go to FightfulMag.com. Stories on Darby Allen, uh, Becky Lynch. A tribute to Daphne Unger from Taylor Hendricks. We also have Shaza McKenzie writing for us. Uh, Dominic Mysterio, I did an exclusive interview with him. Lots of other stuff. Fightfulmag.com. Check it out. Hear from tons of actual wrestlers in this. Uh, check it out now. And you can also get a lot of cool new merch at shop.fightful.com. But the Seth Rollins-Finn Balor segment, I thought was solid. Seth Rollins comes out there. And I, I love the touch of the audience singing his song after he's in the ring. I like that. He's starting to get over as a baby face again, but I don't think they need to change him to a baby face because they make him stale all the time. Finn Balor comes out after Rollins brags about being the sole survivor and talks about his path to the title. And Rollins just beats his ass like real bad beats his ass. Denise. Look, I, again, I have to say that obviously, given that he's the number one contender, Seth Rollins should be getting the upper hand in these segments. And I get all that, but damn, man, Finn Balor, his booking since coming back to the main roster has been trash. It has been so horrible. Where I, and then there, there was part of me where I was like, man, he should have never left NXT. But then I was like, what am I talking about? Denise, NXT isn't what it used to be anymore either. This is actually the better option for Finn Balor, which just absolutely crushes me. And so that was going to bring me to your to a question here, Sean. But off the top of your head, do you know when Finn Balor's contract is up? Because this was something I, that I, I was thinking about. Okay. not. I'm sorry, but like he's one of those people that if I'm just going to throw predictions out there, man, I just don't think that what they've been doing with him has been any good. Uh, I would be shocked if like 
whenever his contract was up, if he decided to stay. I mean, I know that I'm sure they'd throw a nice penny out there or whatever, but I would be shocked because I just think that the booking of Finn Balor has been awful. He should be the kind of talent that should be used to like be a main event player. And if he's not a main event player, he should be up there essentially elevating Big E's championship reign. He shouldn't be used in these like situations that he's being used in as of late. Oh man. I I think this is okay to me because Rollins, this is the best reaction I've heard from him. Good, bad, and different in quite a while. So I didn't much mind it because the crowd was already there for him. Um, so I didn't mind the ass whooping that much. Uh, Nerd Guru says this Raw was all kinds of bad, just a couple of things. Becky's promo was great, and Seth Rollins' rules. He and Becky were both about to beat that dude's ass. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it looks like Becky wasn't very happy either. So of course not. Hell she was, no. She was there through the curtain. Which I was like, damn. And Jambeard says, F that fan who jumped the rail and attacked Rollins and the shithead who high-fived him on his way out the door. I Ref didn't see pulled that. A- I didn't see that either. But um, yeah, you're a piece of trash if you do that. Absolutely. Oh, and I've been Absolutely. seeing some like weirdo stuff on the internet already. I'm seeing. Okay, so I saw this on my timeline, Sean. I saw somebody create a fake AEW burner fan account. So oh, they boy. did like AEW 54678, like some weird ass number, right? And they're doing the whole pretend. They put like, oh, this, the fan is so awesome. But I think it's somebody pretending to be an AEW fan to essentially tell their narrative of, oh, this is an AEW fan that attacked a WWE performer, which is freaking nuts. Like, it, it's crazy that someone would think, Hey, let me try to paint this narrative on social media. Yeah. There, there are very weird people on social media and I implore you stop being weird on social media. There's better things to do with your life. Doug says triple H had to save Linda before. I don't remember that. I don't remember that either, but I was watching the video of, of triple H and Austin when the fan ran in and, and triple H just beat the living crap out of that guy. Oh, yeah. That's good uh, stuff. KE said, actually, uh, we'll save that for the end. Uh, but Robert Aquatic says, coexist. Oh, how did we not see think of that? I'll see myself out. Jason says, what I would do to see Finn Balor in AEW. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I'm not like aching to see Finn Balor in AEW. I remember his New Japan work, and there's nothing that I see that makes me go, oh, well, damn, I got to see him in AEW. Okay, I think that we're maybe putting an emphasis too much on AEW. I just want to say I want to see Finn Balor someplace we're gonna where we're gonna be able to see the type of matches that he is able to put up there. I don't care what company it is, as long as he's going out there and being able to work the kind of matches that we know he can. Yeah, uh, we do have uh, our Humper Chats mod going, so go over to humperchats.com. That is what we encourage you guys to donate on as opposed to YouTube. You still can on YouTube, but uh, it lets us keep a little bit more over on humperchats.com. Daniel R. says, I have an idea. The winning Survivor Series team or Survivors should get a title shot. It could be a six-pack challenge or something else. What do you think? Feels like Survivor Series needs more stakes. Uh, So I saw a good idea today, Denise, because... Pardon me. What I don't like is when people say, oh, well, it should be for the last five spots in the Royal Rumble. 
because the Royal Rumble is a shot at a title shot at WrestleMania. So realistically, if you are in a qualifying match for the Survivor Series, you're trying to earn an opportunity at Survivor Series to get an opportunity at the Royal Rumble to get an opportunity at, yeah, I don't want an opportunity for an opportunity for an opportunity. But somebody said, well, what if they moved Elimination Chamber before and the five winners of the Survivor Series, the winning team, were who challenged for that brand's title? And I love that idea. Okay, I just got to say something. I don't hate the opportunity. I don't hate the one where you said about the opportunity and the opportunity. I don't hate that one, but I do like the Elimination Chamber one better. But honestly, Sean, at this point, damn, give them a golden sticker and that would be something because there really isn't anything there. So I would pretty much take anything. But I really do actually like that Elimination Chamber idea. I think that's a pretty good one. Because for me personally, for the Royal Rumble, I just wish they would bring back the freaking, um, I don't know what you call those things, things that you spin with the little balls inside oh the the tumbler I, I don't i don't know if it's called the tumbler but the little thing that spins around and yeah that's a tumbler yeah. yeah that that i oh man i've every single royal rumble season i tweet the exact same thing and i i would i i'm gonna start a, ch- a petition get get wb to bring that back please Ryan Evans says, I recall two fans attacking the royals first base coach the entire team ran out and kicked the crap out of him Wish the same happened here, too. We all want violence. Sometimes violence is the answer. Violence I'm just saying, is when, answer, when somebody starts it, hey, that's, that's the way you finish it. That is the way you finish it. Well, Randy Orton's backstage. He hasn't seen Riddle since last night. And Riddle... <laughs> okay, so Orton says, he was fine. He was starting to be more like me, just like I said, and I haven't seen him since. And then Riddle shows up right next to him in Randy Orton uh, style facial hair, Denise. And he's talking like Randy Orton. He walks out to the ring. He's got Gulak's trunks on. <laughs> okay. And the hair up. He also had his hair and up. The hair up. Did this do anything for you? Sean, I'm going to be very honest. Please do not laugh at me. I got to say two things. One, for a split second, I thought, who is that? For a split second, <laughs> I was honestly fooled. I'm not even going to lie to you. The second one, Matt Riddle looked like a porn star. Coming out with the freaking oh, like those no. 70s, like, por- I mean, I haven't seen 70s porn stars, but, like, you get me, like, these dudes, like the Duke. What, this is the Duke Kaboom from Toy Story. Yes, Duke Kaboom. Thank you. That's exactly what he reminded me of. But because he didn't have clothes, it reminded me of, yeah, whatever. Anyway, so that's what I thought about when I saw this. I thought it was hilarious. My favorite part is when he comes out and he does the Randy Orton pose at the top rope and Randy Orton is just in the back doing this and he's just like, oh, God. I like this. This was harmless and funny. The match was solid and Riddle finished it off with a video game style RKO. He got some like hang time on that. And when I say video game style, like when he connected with the RKO, it felt like he levitated for a little while and bam. Then after the match, Randy Orton does the bro Derek. I mean, not the smoothest one you're ever going to see, but at this point I want to see him do the floating bro, Denise. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. I think that would be cool. This is harmless. It was fun. It was a comedy spot. I was fine with that. I'll tell you what wasn't a comedy spot. Becky Lynch's promo Damn, this was good. Oh, boy. So, WWE will not come out and say 
We booked like shit and nobody cared and they can't. That would be breaking kayfabe, right? I mean, three years ago, they had to blame Baron Corbin for the show sucking. So they could just th blame their friend Mark. They could blame their friend Mark. But here's the thing. Mark stopped watching six years ago, Denise. <laughs> and Mark. his friend. And his friend. <laughs> Mark and his friend. Mark and his friend stopped watching six years ago. But um, Becky Lynch comes out and he was like, or she was like, yeah, you all would have been happy to just see me and Charlotte tear each other apart. So now on to new things. She's like, but it's funny because there were five or there were 10 really talented women last night that were competing in a match. And you guys were doing the wave and doing your little chants and all that stuff. So do you really want anything new? Because you're full of crap. And I love that. I love her addressing that. Now, it was not the talent's fault. It was not the fan's fault. The WWE has booked their show like dog shit. They have. But I understand that within the context of this show, you, you take what you can and you make something good out of it. And that's what Becky Lynch did. Becky Lynch took that unfortunate situation that was birthed from dog shit booking and turned it into better booking because her talking about it within promo makes it a little bit better. I thought she killed it here, Denise. So I got to say that I still like the other promo that she did last time that I was putting over a whole lot. I really enjoyed that one a lot more than this one. But this one was really good because I was so happy when she mentioned the whole, you know, that they, you guys always, she was telling the fans, you always want new and fresh, new and fresh, new and fresh is always better. Yet you have 10 women out there that were essentially busting their butt and you guys were doing your dumb chants and your wave. And I thought that was a really good line. For me, that was the line that really made this entire promo and without it it would have been like a decent promo but with this specific portion is what sort of elevated it a whole lot more uh and i'm kind of glad that becky lynch mentioned that because i was all pissed last night in the freaking uh, post show that we did about this because i really thought that it was very disrespectful to the women so i kind of like that becky lynch turned it into something where she's kind of speaking she's speaking the truth like she was a heel and she did it in a you know a heelish way but there was some truth to that where you can't really uh you know falter but then she turns it around and says like oh would i would you know uh when she says that she used to care about the fans opinions and now she doesn't care about the fans opinions because she realizes their opinions don't mean anything so i like how she kept sort of turning things around and turning things around during this promo so yeah i gotta give her kudos on this one and we did get to see more pro more good we get we did get to hear more good lines from becky lynch later on in the night and this was really just the start of it this show was by far more newsworthy than Survivor Series, without a doubt. I think this is our most newsworthy Raw ever. I mean, not it, ever, not ever, excuse me, this one year. Of them. This year, this one year. of them, I mean, we got a title match, we got two title changes, we got the, the goddamn egg, there was a fan attack, there was a great Becky Lynch promo. Uh, but uh, unfortunately, they just decided to run back Tamina and Bianca. Like, I don't know why the hell they thought to do this. Bianca won, of course. Uh, the, the saving grace is that I'm glad that Natalia came out with Tamina because why wouldn't she? They were split up in the draft, but why wouldn't she just come out with Tamina? Afterwards, she attacks Bianca and Bianca goes, what are you doing? Like, what the hell are you doing? And then Dewdrop attacks. I'm not buying like the viciousness of the Dewdrop attacks. They're not, they're not doing it for me. Uh, that's okay. for sure. So I got some complaints here, Sean. 
I'm sorry, but this was a terrible promo that they wrote for Bianca Belair. I hated Bianca's promo tonight. And the reason I did was because she was basically, so they're calling Dewdrop salty for not essentially getting a spot in the Women's Survivor Series team. I'm sorry, but that makes me want to side with Dewdrop. She should be salty. She never got a chance to fight for that opportunity to get, uh, you know, to get a, earn a spot in the Survivor Series uh, team. She should be upset. I'm sorry, but in that sense, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with Bianca Belair. And given that Bianca Belair is the babyface and she's supposed to be the one making sense, I didn't think that her promo here necessarily made sense there. And then the whole you should be going and looking for Vince's egg. I didn't really care for that. This. This promo did not ring authentically Bianca Belair. This was not Bianca Belair's character to be out here saying this. This, this didn't make sense to who she is in, in, in story. So I did not like that. Um, Bianca Belair versus Tamina, I didn't care because we had already seen it. And I actually did enjoy, you know, everything that they did in the first match with Bianca Belair and Tamina. So when I was watching this, part of me feared that they were going to 50-50 book Bianca Belair here. For a split second, I thought, man, what if because they had Bianca defeat Tamina last week, they're going to have Tamina defeat her this week. So I was very glad that they didn't do that but this match wasn't nearly as good as the first one that they did and I'm not even saying that first one was great it was just the first one so it was just okay but I think Dewdrop should be mad to me if if Natalia's there and she can be on this show just have Bianca beat Natalia and they yeah. just reverse the roles. That way you're not doing the same match that you did last week. Like, just say, hey, Tamina didn't like the way that things went down last week, so she brought her friend. Just reverse the roles. That's it. Yeah, I agree. Oh, man. Oh, man. Did we get any super chats about this? Doubt it. How sad. Doubt it. <laughs> and it is very sad. It is. No, not a one. But some stupid punk says, what I don't like about Becky saying she doesn't care about the opinions of the fans is... That's exactly what the company thinks. I agree the fans were disrespectful during that match, but the company disrespected the fans with talent and bad booking. I agree. Personally, and it's just it's just me, I would never be at the point to where I do the wave. I wouldn't be doing a beach ball. I wouldn't be chanting AEW. I wouldn't be chanting CM Punk. I wouldn't be chanting what? I, I personally, just me, I would never get there. But I'm not everybody. Um... But yes, WWE does gaslight their fans very, very often. So, Sean, if you're in the crowd and the beach ball comes directly at you, you see it coming right towards your face. Pop you it. Pop the beach ball. Pop that beach ball every time. Hundred. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> would you be the person that gives it to security? Oh, that person always sucks. But that person always gets booed. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> That's lame. It's so lame. Injection 2K says, what if Survivor Series was a night-long tournament? Well, they did that. Um, in 98 for the title. I mean, I'm okay with it not necessarily being five on five, but I do think, I think there should be a men's and women's five on five match. But if you want to do a tournament or elimination chamber or something else that is like survivor, I'm okay with that. Do you have any, any thoughts one way or another? Just please spice it up. That's all I really want. I think, you know, part of the reason, like, you know, Survivor Series was getting over in the first place is that you saw all of these competitors that, you know, 
were essentially never really had moments to be in the ring together. And now it's like you kind of lost the appeal of the Survivor Series, which appealed to people in the first place. And I feel like they've lost the charm of the Survivor Series and getting to see that, you know, five on five, where it should be something that feels special and unique and fun. And, oh, this is so cool. You know, uh, they, they've lost that. Jay Blood says, getting an insight into Denise's porn taste weren't on my raw bingo card tonight. I wasn't even alive in the 70s, man. I wouldn't even know where to... It's... Were there... Is there even porn in the 70s, like, available? Like, I mean, on like, I don't know. Is that, not, is that a dumb question? Denise, everybody send Denise your favorite porns from the 70s. No! She, no! She very clearly what wants to learn. Bridge, Sean? Please do not send me your porn. No porn of any decade or era. Please. God. I am a lady, Sean. Oh, <laughs> man. I'm going to be getting some weird, kinky shit snits. Bro, I've seen those like Pornhub maps that they put out on Twitter where they say like each state what they like. And I'm like, what the hell be people watching? Uh, some stupid punk says. Popping in to say, I hope you're having a good night. Just walked away from it only to burn the living hell out of some ribs when I tried to broil the sauce to caramelize. Now I'm here with the burned fiend and swearing to firefighters I can cook. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, gosh. I just love the reactions to this. I love this. Oh, my God. Oh. I'm sorry. I didn't. What are you doing, step host? Oh, Brian said, Sean, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. You've completely lost me in this stream. Brian Bodis says, my biggest problem with WWE is I can't bring myself to care or invest in anyone because they might not be here in the next week. Based on Vince's whims, a new gimmick one week to the list of Laurinaitis the next. So when I was a kid in middle school, a bunch of kids were talking about like they would call it like porno and everybody was talking about porno. And I was very, very like I was kept in a bubble. OK, like very, very naive. And I didn't know what people were talking about when they were talking about porno. And so I remember I remember that. Like, I remember thinking, like, what is porno? I have a really embarrassing story that I will never tell. Please tell. Please tell. No. Oh, God, no, Sean. Never. I will never tell the story. Like, I will tell you off air, but I will not tell it on the okay. air. Okay. Okay. What is a step host? What the frick? Sean, explain it to me. That's not fair. You cannot be laughing at my expense Listen, and not Denise, tell me what you're laughing at. Denise, I have not physically signed my contract yet. So, What the frick is a step post? Should I be Googling it? No. It won't matter. What the fuck? Hold on. Oh, no. I didn't spell it right. Hold on. Denise, it won't. I don't get it. It just says step SSH hosts small step. I don't know what that is. How to host your own step-by-step -step tutorial. Nothing's sense. coming up. <laughs> I Googled step host. <laughs> Sean, what the fuck? <laughs> this oh, is not man. fair. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Uh, guys, on a serious note, 
Uh, do not speculate about somebody's health. We are not going to answer any super chats about somebody's health or speculating about it. That's not what we do. Whoo! Uh, Jambeard says, "I'm going to find out what it is." Oh, I hope you do. Jambeard says, "This combo has brought me to tears." Step host, and some stupid punk says, "So much porn back then, especially I'm, big dumps." I am on Pornhub right now, and I'm going to type in step host. This is terrible, by the way. Do it. Tell me what happens. Turn up your volume. What are we doing? I was getting WWE and AEW interviews before this show. I don't understand this. There's, I don't, I don't get it. What's coming up? A bunch of nasty stuff. But, well, you're on a porn site, Denise. What did you yeah, expect? Yeah, well, I don't know. There's not like anything specific. Like all, ugh, all these thumbnails are like different. Like there's what all, are they? I'm not going to describe what, the thumbnails. What are the titles? What but are there's the titles? nothing like. Hey, and again, again. To the person who keeps saying my super chat, we will get to your super chat. But if it's speculating about the health of somebody else, which yours was, we'll need you to send in Is something Is it doing else it with your stepmom? Because there's a bunch of stepmom stuff on here. There's bored stepsister. I'm just trying to tell you. Go ahead, read, keep, reading, the, keep reading the titles. Keep reading. No, the that's like literally it. And these pictures are really gross. Uh, some stuff of now I'm going to have to clear my history because if someone thinks someone's going to go on my phone and think I was looking this up, like not for show purposes. Hold on. I'm just tweeting out there. Denise is discovering step porn on our show. Link. Click, tweet, send. There we go. Uh, Joel Wood said SRS had such a promising career before this episode. Oh, there, there will be somebody that tries to. I can't believe he would do that on the air. I don't give a shit. I don't can have a stepmom though, so she, I can't. <laughs> I don't get Shira it. Says, Might be the first time I've heard. I'm on Pornhub right now. Uses a threat. You guys are the best. Next WrestleMania, Denise does Dallas. Oh, Is that no. inappropriate? Denise does Dallas. Yes, very. What, with my stepmom or what? Because I don't got a stepmom. <laughs> Help me, step host. I'm stuck laughing my butt off. It's not. Okay, someone please. Let me like, tell you, your butt's going to be so, doing something else talking like that. Oh, anyway. Butt stuff, Sean? Not necessarily. Oh, all right. <laughs> Omar Denise or Omar Diaz says rated R Denise. Pedro says, "What are you, what are you doing, Denise? Stop it!" I think the right. I think Pedro, what you meant to say is, "What are you doing, step host? Stop it!" Jam Beard says, "Quick, everyone, tweet Denise hashtag step host." Jason says, "This is the best show I've ever seen." Jay Blood says, "This is going better than I could have imagined." Oh boy, we do have a show to is review. It like wife swapping stuff. Uh, I don't. I don't think so. Huh. Oh man. Um Darian says people have to be more normal around here, buddy. This show. He says, I live here in Brooklyn all my life. For some reason, the crazies are are all over now more than ever. The pandemic has people's brains out of whack. It's sad and scary. Be safe out there. And Nerdru said, Who did Finn Balor piss off? Sean, why are people are saying that I'm the best step host on Twitter? Because you are by far. You're a great step host. 
Uh, Bezos says she's so innocent. It's adorable. Hashtag step host. Um, but uh, a power vacuum in the elite could use a prince. There's just not a lot that makes me go, yeah, from a character standpoint, I got to see Finn Balor in the elite. What are you looking up, Denise? I'm on Urban Dictionary. <laughs> no. Don't. I'm sorry, we couldn't find step host. Yeah, it's not gonna. I just came up with it. So How many viruses like did Denise put on her phone? <laughs> Jamie Pringle says, Dad, take my money. Amazing. Oh, and you marry someone show. who has children who are in her same age group, and then, oh, no, that's step moster. Never Denise, mind. Denise, you're not gonna find it. This is not Googleable. We have invented this term. So it's not a real porn term? So you oh. had me go on Pornhub trying to I find stuff, have you. and well, now I, I just saw, like, weird stepmama kinky stuff? Have you? Have you? You did it voluntarily, Denise. Because I don't like being clueless, Sean. I hate not knowing anything. Oh, Mir says Denise on Pornhub. This is the raw review, after all. Let's return Continue to this. Continue with the show, please, God. Let's, let's return Continue to this. Continue Street Profits. Versus AJ and Omos. Uh, this ends in a DQ. How'd you feel about this? What are we talking? Oh, oh, the Omos thing? Yeah. All right. Hold on one second, man. He completely threw me off on this show. Thanks a lot. Um, okay. So this was not really like that much like wrestling on it here. I didn't like, I did. I felt for me, it was just, <laughs> I feel like you're not even listening to me I'm right listening now. to you. The whole like fire extinguisher stuff was like, ah, all right, whatever. I just didn't really have much to say about this. Jason McGill says SRS is ruining Denise's innocence. Joel Woods says Denise looks so confused. This may be the best post-show podcast ever. Normhausen says, hope you're on a VPN, Denise. Samuel Hernandez says, tuned in live for the first time, and I do not regret it. Uh, perhaps, um, <laughs> Nerd Guru. Nerd Guru says, please update her graphic to say step host. I will. Um, but uh, get in your Humper Chats, perhaps more appropriate than ever before, at humperchats.com. <clears throat> Damn. What do we got next? I don't even remember. Oh, there was anymore. a tag team title change tonight. Solid match, but Carmella hung out outside the ring a lot of time. A lot of the time. Jambeard says Mella with the cane mask you get from Wish. But then, Denise, Carmella and Zelina win the tag team titles. And quite honestly, I don't have a damn problem with it. In fact, after Zelina had her match taken away on 9-11, I'm kind of glad that she got to experience something in her home city. I'm very happy that that got to happen for her. By the way, she said that Vince McMahon personally apologized to her for that. Um, but this match was like, all right. It's just, man, that rain for, for Rhea Ripley and Nikki A.S.H., that sucked ass. That was a terrible rain. I felt so bad for them. They went from top of the heap, world champions, to this. Just nothing. Just being like, meh. And having this terrible material backstage. You know, I'm happy for Zelina and Carmella because they make the best of everything they're given. This was okay, but... At this point, I was just ready for the titles to change hands. I think in terms of the story, and if you compare the, sto <laughs> the if you compare the stories between Nikki and Rhea, and the story between Zelina and Carmella, 
even though on paper you would think, okay, it makes more, it makes it, you should have Nikki and Rhea essentially stay as champion because they're like the, the stronger competitors in the story that they've been telling and how they've been building Zelina and Carmella. It makes sense for them to be the champions. Like I actually prefer seeing them as champions because at least that gives them something. I think that them being in a team together is only going to highlight both of them because these are two girls that I think could have easily been like, you know, sh they could have been forgotten about. They could have been, you know, put in these like situations where like the situations they have been putting in them in where like nobody cared about what they were doing. So now at least with the belts, maybe the people will care a little bit more. Now, as for N Nikki and Rhea, it's very unfortunate. And this was the thing that I went on a rant about out last Monday that now it really does not serve any purpose whatsoever as to why Nikki is a superhero. Now they're not doing anything with that. They didn't do anything with the differences. They didn't play upon any story with the differences between Rhea and Nikki. They could have told a lot of stories there and they did it. They did not do that. So now it's like, okay, where, uh, you know, I'm hoping we, that this leads to like Rhea and Nikki because that gives them something to do. But now I just feel like we're just going to see this back and forth nonstop. And this is really going to lead to, to nothing. I feel bad for Nikki and Rhea. Me especially too. because we didn't even mention the fact that Rhea was in that freaking looking for the Easter egg, or the, oh, for the egg scene where she's all of a sudden going mad, tossing tables. And that was a very confusing segment to me because I was like, are they – fighting for the egg or are they essentially like all just trying to help? I don't know. It was a very confusing thing to me. I didn't like it for Rhea Ripley and, and considering how her, how last night her elimination was strong in the sense that she took all of those finishers to get eliminated former champion. And now she's out there, you know, tossing tables looking for an egg. Well, as Orlando Arego says, I'm happy for the new champions on today's show. Uh, I, I can agree with that. Joel Wood says, I do like how WWE is using the Horsewoman and Bianca to get others over instead of just feuding them with each other. Charlotte with Tony, Sasha with Shotzi, Becky with Liv, Bianca with Dewdrop. Yes, but this should have happened a long time ago. I mean, it, it worked in 2016 when SmackDown had that very thin women's roster, and they're like, no, okay. Nikki's still got plenty in the tank. Alexa Bliss can be good. Carmella can be good. And it was it was so much fun. I do so hope fun. that they remove that they, they need to stop with the mask. The masking with Carmella, it's just terrible. Not good. And she doesn't deserve that. I'm sorry, but I feel like Carmella, she has such a good personality and she's a fun person. And we've seen that on screen multiple times. I don't think she should they, like she doesn't need the mask to be a heel and to go out there and call herself the most beautiful woman in all of WWE. They can have her do other things. I don't know. Come out with a T. Well, she shouldn't come out with a tiara because we have Queen Zelina, but I don't know. Come out with a sash saying most yeah. beautiful woman in WWE something. And I do hope that maybe they like reprogram them together more as a, I don't know, just more as an actual team instead of these are two girls that are doing two totally separate things. Like, so incorporate, obviously, the fact that Queen Zelina is a queen, but I think that they should kind of tie their characters in a little bit more to, like, make them into an actual team. Like, you know when we were having um, freaking Mandy and Dana Brooke and they were coming out with all of those outfits and they had potential there. Obviously, that, was a t that didn't end up working out, but there was some potential there. Uh, they need to do that, I think, with Zelina and Carmel, especially now that they've pulled the plug on them actually being champions they just need to repackage their looks and please just 
please get rid of the mask. It's terrible. Kate Hensler says there's also not a rest of the division. That's on them. They can call people up anytime they want. Um, guys, if you all want to check out more of Kate Hensler, uh, she'll be hosting this Friday as I'll be out of town. She'll be joined by TK Trinidad. Yet again, we love having TK here. But also she is on the post-NXT show every Tuesday night. And she did a release special with Alex on Fightful Select. Joel Wood says, oh my God, that's gotta be, it's got, that's gotta be Carmella. I love it. I love it. Um, Denise, if you want to check your mentions, somebody did snitch to you. Snitch what? It snitched to you about what it means. I don't want to go look. I think it'd be good content. Well, you know what, Sean? I'm not here to give good content. I'm mad. Well, (laughs) your face. (laughs) Someone shared a really funny picture of your face. Okay. Sorry. I'm going to retweet that in a second. (laughs) Okay. I'm looking for the mention. You're looking for it. You're looking looking for for it. (laughs) Well, while Denise looks for it uh, and Maybe you're forgetting what happened on Monday night. Or maybe you're having trouble staying up. Not me. Not now that I'm trying that Four Sigmatic coffee. I love it, guys. I'd never tried coffee before. That Well, I tried coffee, but I wasn't much on it. Now I'm trying Four Sigmatic, among some other things. And their Four Sigmatic Perform Coffee in the morning is infused with lion's mane for focus, cordyceps for performance. It is legit. You get more productive, focused, energetic, and on top of your game. And you might say, wait, cordyceps, aren't those mushrooms? Does it taste like mushrooms? The answer is no. It's rich. It's smooth. It's the perfect cup of coffee with added additional, like, all these benefits. 30,000 five-star reviews, I think. 30,000? My God, that's almost as many super chats as we've gotten tonight about this about this subject. But I think one of the best things is 100% money back guarantee. Yeah, people say, oh, what's, what's Lion's Mane? Look it up, my friends. Look it up. Google it. You'll get more results than Denise has tonight. I'm sorry. I still don't find oh, the mention. We're in the middle of a read. Don't, don't do it, Denise. Don't talk about that, Denise. And you can save 20% on your first order. Please do not conflate or mix these two. Please, whatever you do. Save 20% on your first order at the Four Sigmatic website. That's F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C.com slash Fightful. And use the coupon code Fightful at checkout. Again, 100% money back guarantee. Love it or it's free. You can use it as a pre-workout. It's It doesn't get you jittery. It's easier on the gut. You're more focused. Good time. Get that get that step main going on. Did you find it, Denise? Do you want me to send you the tweet? Yeah, can you please? I'm sorry. I'm gonna, I, I will do it if you read it on the air. Can I at least first see it? No, absolutely not. Sean, I, I, I one day want to break to out of wrestling. I, I, I want to have a career elsewhere. Okay, add Denise Salcedo. I'm going to snitch here. This is Vince isn't going to like me. Stepbrother porn is very big nowadays, and there's a phrase that's used in the scenes. Can you help me, step bro? And now step post is a knockoff of step bro. I still don't get it. What's like stepbrother porn? Like stepbrothers like to do. It with Shucky stepbrothers? Ducky says 
best big step host we could have ever asked for. <laughs> so I don't get what that means with step host. How does that, what does that have to do with me? Denise, you are the best step host we could ever ask for. Some stupid punk says, not here to give good content. Wow, Denise is WWE. <laughs> and Eva says, I'm literally in tears. The best step host ever. I want to go home, Sean. Finish this show. Jam I want to go Jam home. says, when your step host needs help, Blue Chew. Is that step- why someone tagged it's- me in a picture of me and Blue Chew? Ever the villain says step host culture with Denise Salcedo. Jeff, Jeff, A-L, Jeff L says, this is why you two are the best. Rangers Mayhem says, suggestion for Denise is to watch Boogie Nights to fill her 70s porn quota without using Pornhub. Some stupid punk says, wait, how is it that tonight, of all nights, isn't a Blue Chew advertisement? Because I got it mapped out ahead of time. Such a missed opportunity. I know. I know. But hey, listen, if, if you want to drink coffee and stay up all night, uh, humping or humper chatting, foursigmatic.com slash Fightful. You can also find them on Twitter. I, I tagged them earlier. Amir says, my birthday's in seven minutes. Well, now it's your birthday, bud. Happy birthday. He says we have him in tears. Thanks, SRS and Step Host. Well, happy birthday, my friend. And Ash says, sending some step love. God. Volov says, oh, no, Denise. Josh Laser says, I pray Denise is on incognito mode on her browser. No, I'm rereading the tweet. I'm rereading what I already cleared my history. Well, actually, I don't think I did. I think I just closed the tab. But now the whole world knows that I Googled step post on Pornhub. This is the greatest show I've ever done. Christian says watching the live raw review because I can't sleep. But anyway, speaking of pH, oh, Pornhub, Denise would definitely be the be the easily corruptible, clueless, innocent girl next door. Stepsist, what are you doing? Step so- Fine. I'll tell you what happened. To- no, I can't tell this story. I legitimately Please, not. No, no Sean, I can't. Please. It's very embarrassing. No, like it's very Please embarrassing. One. Okay, fine. But I swear to God, you freaking owe me big for this one. Okay. Like, no. Okay. Pinky promise. Okay. If I reveal this on the air, you got to fucking like yes, you legitimately owe me for this one. Of course. Please keep in mind that I grew up in a bubble. Okay. My uh-huh. mom protected me from everything. High school freshman year. Some kids played a rib on me in my math class. Some kids were talking about camel toes. And I didn't know what a camel toe was. And I asked the kids, what is a camel toe? And they said, why don't you go ask the teacher? So I said, okay. And I got up and I asked my teacher. And I said, what is a camel toe to my teacher in his face? And... The whole class started laughing. I freaking kid you not. My math teacher, freshman year, high school. And I sat down and it was until somebody clued me in on what a camel toe was. And I had asked my teacher that. What did your teacher say? My teacher said he couldn't answer that. That's a good teacher. Male, female teacher. Male. Very smart teacher. (laughs) Very smart teacher. (laughs) And I died. And every time I think about look, that, I want to cry. And here we are full circle with humper chats. One hump, two hump, everywhere a hump Sean, hump. I asked my teacher what a camel toe was. I thought it was going to be an animal thing. 
Like legitimately, I thought it was going to be about freaking camels. Waffle Box says, stop, step host. Jimmy Fan will be home any minute. Oh, no. Oh, Knock Bogan says, started this late. I'm trying to keep a straight face around these grumpy old men at work. And let me tell you, it's hard right now, step host. Oh, no. Jay Blood says, we're all part of history tonight. It takes the edge off of having my hands stuck in the sink. I don't get it. I'm so sorry. I don't get it. Oh, Jay Blood, when you get out, don't go near the dryer or whatever you do. Normhausen says, heard Raw was more of a shit show than usual. Thanks for watching, so I don't have to. Have a very nice, very juicy Thanksgiving. Ricardo says, Denise on Pornhub is better than Raw. Oh, man. Well, there was some important stuff on Raw, but... Ray and Dom took on Lashley. Famous Mr. says, so it's okay to beat up Lashley's kid, right? I'm checking my DMs because I'm being explained to that step porn is a porn genre. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're reviewing the show, Denise. Be a professional. What, what else is going on in the show? Damn, what haven't we Bobby Lashley defeated Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. And I'm okay with this. This was competitive. It was solid. Bobby Lashley gets the win. You rebuild him. After he loses the title, you rebuild him. You make him uh, a contender again. He's beaten He's beaten the Mysterios. He's beaten Ray. He's beaten Dominic. He beat, or he went to a no contest with, with Big E for the title on Raw, I believe it was. And they did the, the cage match as well. But he's winning matches. It's not like he's getting 50-50. Um, so I, I'm cool with that. I like this. Okay. Uh, I have like very little interest in what they're doing with Rey Mysterio and Dominic. So for me, this was one of those things where I kind of just was not real. I did not really care for this. I I'm sorry. I just, I'm not buying the whole, like, I feel like they're beating around the bush with the whole like Rey Mysterio, uh, Dominic thing. And I know that eventually they're bound to do the whole, like, you know, Rey Mysterio and Dominic essentially you know, feuding with one another, which I think is a terrible idea. But I just, I kind of could care less about this. To each their own. Uh, Sheila says, I doubled my super chat to support sweet summer child Denise for sharing her story. Stay naive, super host. You mean step host. Sean, uh, I'm getting some very uncomfortable. My DMs hey, are blowing up right now. Thanks. Survivor Series Golden Egg says, Denise cracks me up. We, we love to crack eggs here. He's a golden egg. Her teacher should have had, should have used butter disregard and told her, I think he saved his job by not, by not. Well, I wouldn't have even known, man. And he was an older man too, by the way. He wasn't like a young hip, like dude teacher. He was an older man. Okay. Elsewhere on this show, Cedric Alexander defeats Reggie for the 24 seven title. Quick match, but that wasn't the story. The story was that Dana Brooke won the title. Her first title in WWE, uh, Natalia posted a thing saying that when Dana returned to the back, a lot of the women were there waiting for her, which is wonderful, precious, good for them. Uh, she worked really hard to improve for a very long time and has never really been given an opportunity. I do not think this is that opportunity. But she joins Maria Canellas, Candice Michelle, Medusa, Kelly Kelly, Tamina, and Carmella as women to hold that title. Um, sure, whatever. You had a whole bunch of people that didn't pin her after that. And uh, we had a super chat from 813 Car Guy that says she won. No one tried to pin her. What did I miss? 
it was a lot of that, like, uh, can we hit a girl type of reaction, Denise? Well, nobody, but that was the, kind of did the same thing with Mira Canales because when she w got the 24-7 championship, she was pregnant. And I, don't, yeah. I don't remember how that all ended. But anyways, uh, I remember that. So they kind of played to this angle already once before. But I kind of thought it was hilarious because all the guys had the, I don't want to be a douche, but I also really want that belt. But I don't want to get canceled and put my hands on a woman. So I did think that was funny. Like, you know, kind of reading like everybody's expressions. Almost everybody was looking at to see like what the other guy was going to do. And Dana Brooke was obviously just celebrating there. Uh, I hope that, I mean, I don't know what the future holds for Dana Brooke right now, but if this is like one of the most pivotal moments for her, then good for her. Unfortunately, because the 24-7 title doesn't mean anything, it doesn't really feel like it means that much, but good for her. I'm glad that, you know, she got that reception because at the end of the day, you know, it's about and she's holding it. It just feels, it's just sad. Well, not sad. It's just kind of sucky that the 24-7 title really does not mean anything. I mean, the everybody's practically held that title at this point. Yeah, I understand that. Uh, I'm glad that she did. Sean Blanford says, Dana is 24-7 champ. Women's tag title change hands. Who cares? I'm here for the egg. That egg is more than half the roster. Hey, I'm happy for Dana. I, I really am. But Damian Priest comes out, and he's making an open challenge. And we had reported on FightfulSelect.com who it would be, but it was not. Apollo Cruz and Daba Kato, Commander Aziz, actually gets some mic time here. Did did that do anything for you? No. Uh, I think we talked about this before, but his character's not really working all that well on Raw. He's coming off way too cartoonish, so I'm not really digging the what he's doing right now on Raw. I kind of feel bad. I feel like he's stuck in a position where it's like this is what was working for like a minute, and we kind of had something. We were going with something, but now it's completely like it's too cartoonish. This is kind of like the Viking Raiders. Like, you know, the vibe they were giving off. This is the exact vibe that this is giving off here. Um, so, yeah, I thought that this was what they were going to go with. But then obviously, you know, they go in the direction with Sami Zayn. So, um, and in regards to that, like, I, I thought that this was overall a good win and a, a good overall night for Damian Priest. So Sami Zayn is like, hey, if you dopes aren't going to accept this challenge, I am. And the match was good. Like, I, I really liked it. Sami Zayn busting out that blue thunder on Damian Priest. Damian Priest isn't a, isn't a little guy. That's that's very hard to do. And eventually he pisses Priest off. And Priest gets the win. Again, Priest did not need to lose by DQ last night. He could have just won. That's all, just, just have him win. Just have him win. It ain't a coincidence that he wins all the time. But, um... Yeah, I'm glad that he won as well. And, and this was a good match. This was harmless. If the SmackDown stars are there, go ahead and use them. We already saw Sami Zayn get snubbed earlier, which we were about to talk about. But Kevin Owens is backstage. Now, originally, as of pretty late in the evening, Kevin Owens was slated for a lie detector test, Denise. Oh, was he really? Yes. Oh, they, I kind of would have seen that scene. What? Things they come up with. Did you steal the egg? Kale? Yes. Could have been terrible, but uh, you'll notice he's leaning a lot into like lying and catchphrases about the truth in his promos. He's backstage with his phone light looking for the egg, which I thought was funny. And he joins the main event for commentary. What is the main event, you ask? 
Well, it's all tied to a goddamn egg. Christopher Hart says, insert bad egg pun here. Orlando says, regardless of the lame egg theft reveal, Raw was decent tonight. Jambeard says, Survivor Series stakes with your egg. <sighs> JW Pringle says, the look on Sami Zayn's face when Vince pulled the old switcheroo is the look of every viewer for the last five to seven years. Let's talk about it. Sami Zayn comes in and he says, hey, I know who took it. He's not here yet. And Vince is like, well, what the hell? Go get him. So he does. And it's Austin Theory who accidentally stole the egg while trying to take a selfie with it. Which is like, okay. Denise, I'll say it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard of, but I heard the original plan and the original plan was way dumber. Can you give us a hint? (laughs) It got shot down by somebody very important. (laughs) And this was the make good. (laughs) This was the make good. What we got was the make good for the way worse idea. So, All right. I'll take your word for it. I'll tell you off the air and you'll be able to confirm. But, um, and I'll I'll work on getting it out there for everybody because I don't like to tease without it being possible. But I think I can get this. Um, The original idea was real bad. This was also dumb. What the hell? Like, I'm trying to think, like, how bad? Like, bad, we're going to stop watching the show, or bad as in, like, inappropriate? No, 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 not, just so stupid, just stupid. Infinitely more inconsequential, because this at least had a world title match. At least. Okay, yeah, yeah. (laughs) People saying, don't tease me, step pose. Uh, Great. Uh, Nerd Guru says, Denise, I'd rather be muted. Nerd Guru says, I'd rather have, or I'd have asked KO who threw the pie at him. He says, in a way, it was Vince McMahon. That's what he's, he told AJ Awesome. And Jason McGill said that damn egg only led to an eight-minute meaningless title match. Is it Wednesday yet? So Vince McMahon says, nobody likes a snitch, Sammy. No title match for you. Instead, Austin Theory gets it. And I'm like, cool. Why not? Austin Theory's won some matches. He's new. He's different. He ain't going to win. And I like a good cable TV world title match. Sure. Why not? Vince is handing it out arbitrarily. At least I got a reason. It's a stupid-ass reason. But whatever. By the way, if you want to know how much money uh, Red Notice is paying, I heard like there were people backstage saying over seven figures for this. So you kind of see why they're doing it, too. Haven't confirmed that, but heard it was insane money. I'll tell you where I didn't like it, Denise. When Rollins and Owens are out there fighting, and for some reason, Big E, the world champion, needs a distraction to beat Austin Theory. And oh boy, did they come out after I said that. People saying, oh, well, they got to protect Austin Theory. No, fuck that, I say. Fuck that. Big E is the world champion. Austin Theory can be pinned by him clean, and it doesn't hurt him. You don't have to make Austin Theory look strong by distracting him for a solid minute, because you know what doesn't make him look strong? What's going on over here? I think in the middle of my world title match that I lucked into, I'll pay attention to that. 
That does not protect him. It does not make him look strong. It makes him look dopey as fuck. It makes him look stupid, and it makes Big E look like he needed that in order to beat this guy. Unnecessary. And then Big E beats up everybody anyway. So it's like, why not just have him win the match clean, Denise? So I got to say that it was kind of crazy that the way that the show opened up was with Vince McMahon worried about his egg. It's like, it kind of felt like an alternate universe. You know, we don't see Vince very often on TV. So I feel like when he does come out, like at the end of the day, you know, he's the chairman, he's the owner, et cetera, whatever. I feel like he should be brought in for special occasions, special moments of this egg thing for Austin Theory and all of this. I mean, that's not necessary. I think once they realize that, hey, or once that they've already known, hey, we're not going to get the rock, I think that they should have easily you know swapped somebody else in that situation with the 100 million dollar egg um but with that being said though i do aside from all the egg stuff i did like that this led to a match between austin theory and big e and the reason for that is one austin you mentioned austin theory has been getting those wins um that's one reason two he's a young guy okay cool they're pushing a young guy great awesome uh and number three it's a fresh matchup regardless of you know maybe this wasn't at the top of everybody's must-see bucket list but this this was a fresh matchup and if you kept if you keep doing maybe not stuff exactly like this with the egg but i mean in terms of like booking challengers like austin theory for biggie not necessarily for the world title but you know just matches in general like that i would be okay with that like definitely okay with that um so i did not mind that this led to that match and it, like i get it like people are be like oh he shouldn't be going for the world championship etc Okay, but at the end of the day, it's like he does have wins, and it's Vince McMahon's his com- Vince McMahon's company. So if he's gonna go and put this match, okay, that makes sense. And the in in terms of the story, it makes sense. Him stealing the egg, and then essentially, you know, admitting what went down. Vince McMahon seeing himself and freaking Austin Theory. All of a sudden, he gets a selfie with Vince McMahon. I mean, that is just freaking random as hell. Okay, like super freaking random, but it happened. Uh, I like the post-match stuff. I, I Oh, and during the match, too, I did like the, 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 the interaction that we got between Biggie and Austin Theory. Uh, particularly, I liked uh, all of those elbows that Biggie was throwing on Austin Theory. For some reason, they just looked extra impressive tonight. And Austin Theory is one of those guys that even though, like, he, he his character is, like, hit or miss sometimes. But in the ring, if he's in there with somebody that is good, he's he can keep up and he can go. Like, he's not... He, he's good in the ring. I would definitely say that. And I'm, I've been saying that for a while now with the NXT stuff. But I did like the post-match stuff as well. Uh, yeah. Biggie essentially taking out, uh, you know, Seth and KO and all of that. Uh, definitely not Seth's night. <laughs> Had a wild night in terms of Monday Night Raw. But it, it was okay is what I'm going to say. James Boris says the Austin Theory distraction finish was another case of a segment where everyone loses, nobody gets over. The champ has to rely on a distraction to win. The challenger looks dumb. And then the the world champion ends up beating everybody up anyway. Like, make it make sense. The only pro that I can think of this is we're talking about Austin Theory in a situation where we might have not been talking about Austin Theory. I, I would have been talking about Austin Theory if he had a really good match with the world champion. Yeah. And got beaten. That's true. And yep. as Brendan brings up, he says, Jungle Boy lost to Omega Clean. It hasn't hurt him one bit. Having awesome matches protects people more than anything. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. Did the one, two, three kid get hurt when he lost? 
to Bret Hart in the middle of the ring? No, he sure didn't. Nikhil yeah, Biznas. We'll talk about that. Exactly. People people look at that as a breakout moment for him. Yep. That that works a lot more than if he were outside just looking around like, what's going on? And Brett rolled him up. <laughs> Nikhil says, was it hard to just ask for a selfie with the egg instead of stealing it? Why Austin had to go in the title match. Well, if you think about it too, why did he have to get the selfie with the egg in out of the box? Couldn't he just get the selfie with the egg inside the box? Yeah. And I see people saying, oh, well, of course he'd fall for a distraction. Yeah, but why does Big E need that? Big E should have beat him anyway. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash fightful. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Uh, Jam Beard yes. says... Well, sorry, I just want to add one more thing. Additionally, we're talking about the fact that Big E just came off a, a big loss from Roman Reigns at Survivor Series. Yeah. If he deserves a clean victory at any point, I think that tonight was definitely it. And Austin Theory got a pin last night, but he also got pinned by Jeff Hardy, so it wouldn't hurt him. Uh, Jam Beard says, I usually hate comparing companies, but AEW gives title shots through rankings and numbers. WWE does it through an Easter egg hunt. Hey, you know what? I'll take that over just Bobby Roode showing up or Dolph Ziggler saying, I used to team with you two years ago before I lost all the time. I'll, I'll take that every time. 
Oh boy, Denise. What? We, we, we aren't at the end of the show yet. There's still more. What haven't we talked about? Oh, all these humper chats and boy, are they humping. Are they about Denise. raw? At humperchats.com. Jamie Tannick says they ribbed Denise for her pleasure. Hashtag step host. I want to go home, Sean. I'm done with tonight's show. I Injection. I retire. Injection says, Denise, look up step bro on Urban Dictionary, please. JK Schwal says, this is for Denise and Denise only. Very excited how tomorrow will go with Shaq and Chris Van Vliet. Hashtag step host. It's going to be a good show. I think you guys are really going to like it. Um, I'm leaving Shaq in charge of kind of uh, putting those panelists together uh, when we do those every month. Some stupid punk says, who's going to tell Denise about ultimate surrender? Buddy, I'm I'm left out in the cold in that one. I don't know. Uh, Johnny Scars says, no step host. Mom and dad are downstairs. Oh, Bugs Bunny 95 says, doing dishes during Denise's discovery was delightful. Finding this podcast was the best part of the pandemic, hands down. Thank you to hashtag step host. Well, buddy, we are an epidemic of our own. Uh, Dival 37 says, Sean needs to take Denise to multiple Taylor Swift concerts for that story. Uh, I don't have those kinds of resources, man. Uh, Jam Beard says, Sean, <laughs> Jam Beard says, Mute me, step host. Mute me real good. Jesus Christ. You guys are getting too much, too much into this. Let's let's break up the monotony a little bit. Orlando says, any work on the time frame for Omega being out? Just heard he had to vacate the uh AAA title. Uh Omega replacement to be announced tomorrow, according to Luis. Months, I would imagine, if he's vacating that title, Denise, and they had plans for him, like he was he was probably gonna lose that title this or next month i would imagine well it's also looking like he's having multiple surgeries correct so that is clearly going to take some time some time for sure so um in terms of like uh man i've got oh man that was a dream match for me that was like the second i saw that i i thought thank my wrestling gods that are looking out for me because this is the match that i want to see so i i i mean obviously i think that you know him going out and getting the work that he needs to get done is you know makes sense and all but i am I, selfishly bummed i would expect months i i had heard maybe labrum issues um so i uh, hope he gets well soon and uh, Luis mentioned that Kenny said he wants first dibs when he comes back. I'm sure he'll get him. Christian says, had to donate another Humper Chat because I'm dying here. Pedro says, thank you, Denise, for sharing that story. We appreciate you, Step Post. You both I got like a million stories. <laughs> you, well, there, we got we to gotta make that money, Denise. <laughs> I'm you being both. used. Use Denise's sad, pathetic life to get. I don't even get like, I only get, I get paid on a flat rate, man. Screw muted. this. Sorry, step host, you're muted. Uh, be quiet, step host. Uh, the parents can hear you. Pedro says, you both make Monday night a whole lot better. Thank you. Mad Larkin says, you know what you need when your step host walks in on you? An exciting blue chew delivered direct to your door. Some stupid punk says, if it helps Denise, boys had to get up and read to the class during very uncomfortable moments. This is why what? I'm broke. I don't understand that one. What kind of, what? What? Uh, elaborate. Is that supposed to be a dirty joke? Because if it was, I'm worried. Heidi Ho says, sorry, I'm a little behind. I'll be uploading a step host video to Pornhub this weekend. And uh, 
ABH says, sending this in solidarity with Denise because even with the explanation, I don't get why it's so funny either. Thank you. Oh, Thank stay you. innocent. Please stay innocent. There's got to be more people out there like <laughs> Never me, changed. Man. There are. There are a lot of people who probably tuned out during this show or people who are watching this with their kids on their way to school and they're going, never again. Never again. Josh Baker says, next week, Denise learns how common it is for people to get stuck in washing machines. Don't tell me that's a thing too, Sean. I'm not ready for it. No, Sean, no. It's a thing? No, you're kidding with me, right? You're kidding me, right? Amir says, a Denise Step Host sign incoming to a wrestling show soon. Please don't. Please don't. Jason says, SRS has a dreaming Step Host. That'll wrap up browser history. Guys, thank you all so much. 5.30 p.m. Eastern, Tuesday, the roundtable. Please check it out. Of course, we have tons of shows. Come to WrestleCade this weekend, Winston-Salem, North Carolina. You can go to WrestleCade.com. There are so many guests, from Braun Strowman to Sting, Kurt Angle, uh, Gail Kim, Deanna Perrazzo. There are legends of the business there, like Arn Anderson. You got Thunder Rosa there. If you're an ECW fan, people like Kimona. There are just dozens and dozens. There are some great shows as well. Myself and Jeremy will be there. Please check it out. And please leave a thumbs up on this video if you didn't already. Denise, what are you doing? I'm too depressed. You sucked all the happiness out of my life, Sean. Listen, so. listen, step host. I didn't suck anything. <laughs> Look, I have nothing to say other than go check out my YouTube channel. I did an interview with Beth Phoenix today. Uh, that's when I was still professional earlier this morning. So please go check out that interview. Um, I will be at LA Fights this weekend. Uh, I'll be ring announcing that. So please make sure you guys check it out. I will post the links and all of that there. But you can also check it out like on LA Fights on Twitter. You can check that out. Um, additionally, Twitter and Instagram at underscore Denise Salcedo. I'm still trying to get to 50K on Twitter. I think my camel toe story deserves some followers because that shit was embarrassing. So please go give me some love. No, no, wait, no. Follows, not love. That, that isn't a, that's not a proper thing to say on this stream. Any other stream? Cool. Not this stream. I'm done, Sean. Are you? Yes. Guru says Jimmy will have some words on listing your boy. By the way, uh, a bonus figure hall episode this week on Fightful Select as the list in your or the list goes on as preempted. Listen, your boy happens as planned. I have some other plans this week during that time. Oh man. Oh, let me let me make sure that the, this Humber chat came in because I got people saying it might confuse people. Okay, some super punk says elaborating at your re request. We didn't need Blue Chew or much, even much stimulus at all. Oh, so he's saying that when he got a boner in school, they had to read in front of the classroom? What? Your teacher is terrible. Denise has way better teachers than you. Oh, my God. That's I'm demented. sorry. That's some pedo stuff right there. That's I don't know what up. school, what grade that is, but that... That I need more details to the story because that is like a freaking pedo right there. That's Sorry. Fucked up. That's gross. That's assault. Check out our sponsors at forstigmatic.com slash fightful. Oh, I'm sure they're gonna be thrilled with this episode. Until next time, guys. We're out.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.